consider yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? Let's put a smile on that face. I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight for this? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. <laughs> Network. What's up guys and welcome to the DC versus Marvel podcast where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Urz and I'm your regular DC fanboy. Uh, once again in the red corner representing Marvel is my boy Ed. How you doing bruv? I am wonderbar. <laughs> and uh, I know we've had a lot of uh, Marvel biased episodes recently but this one very much is going to be heavy on the DC side of things there's gonna yeah yeah there's gonna be a there's a lot of a lot of DC information um I did you know I was um I was contemplating like you know should we should we do the cast a little bit earlier a few days earlier but I really wanted to wait for like the big you know the the big Sandman mission uh and then and then try and try and do that there as well so uh yeah guys we got a lot to talk about there today we've got some uh we have got some news we've got some uh you know some Marvel news and some DC news um and obviously the big goings on uh at Discovery and of course the uh the Sandman review um but before we do all of that um have you <laughs> have you finished Superman and Lois yeah, I have. Okay. When I when I actually did it, I was thinking yeah, I'll just skip one episode out of the way and just knock them out slowly. I ended up just doing the whole thing in one go. Like, I had like four or five episodes left. It is such a strange show. Like it's a simple show. It is like a mid-tier sort of TV show, but it's just so enjoyable. I don't know what it is. <laughs> they just got it right. I just don't get it. It's weird. It's just one of those things that you go and like, you know, you. Uh, back in the day when you'd come home from school like you'd have mm. a quick munch like you know 5 5 30 p.m that thing would come on and it would just be a little kind of you know watch before you forced to go upstairs yeah. and you know, like, how read your, our, do your homework and stuff it's how our memory and nostalgia tries to make us think those sort of shows were like when we actually go back and watch them oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i wish they yeah. were this good yeah definitely don't don't go back on what's those old things man because yeah it's uh you know it's like um it's like today i i i watched event horizon today right because because it was on netflix uh because i used to love that film and it's just like the, the graphics have really not held up oh, at all man they're so so i mean the story is still amazing but the yeah the, the cgi is atrociously bad man so um yeah uh to uh also as well um are we gonna? I, I think we talked about this last time. Are we gonna review Prey or not? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm because up for it. I'm up for it. Because yeah, I mean, because because you know, last time I think we said we weren't gonna do that, and then people were like, yeah, but you know, a, a lot of people they like to like prove me wrong all the time, so they will like yeah. post something <laughs> like uh, like you know, so so I was like uh, I, I shared something about the Sandman, right, and um, and you know saying like how how good reviews is getting and you know one of the newspapers that always gives bad reviews for everything like the, the guardian i just kind of showed it on the on the facebook page and was like oh um you know hopefully this will get loads more people like you know reading the books and stuff and then i i, I got three or four people saying oh no they're not books they're comics and i was like uh 
no they're they're books comics are the things that you have in the back of a newspaper blah and it's literally like you'll get stuff like that like people just trying to prove me wrong all the time so um so one of the things picking flats picking flats i I, I don't pick fights like that i you know i i did pick a fight but it's on another forum but that was basically Mm. for for something that we'll talk about there in a bit but um but yeah i mean this um this kind of mission there uh you know there's there's always people saying like oh you know uh, when we're saying oh uh, let's let's not do this because the graphic novel came afterwards or whatever then a lot of people are like no 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 you know predator and alien are like proper you know uh comic book kind of characters so you gotta cover it so yeah we'll cover prey there as well because I, I saw that earlier there as well um without further ado should we get into that should we get into the big DC news, man? Because there's been a crazy amount of stuff going on. So, um, so basically, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery had their um, their shareholder meeting, basically, um, where they're going to talk about you know how much how much money they've made and stuff. And apparently, they've not really made much money. Um, so, because of that, um, you know, uh, basically, like you know, David Zaslav has put out. I think it's Zaslaw. His name is Zaslaw, rather than Zaslav, uh, has put out his. Um, his kind of like idea about what you know he wants for dc um and apparently Any dc plan. is dc is now apparently got its own studio um which is which is one one thing going forwards Took um, 10 years. But, yeah exactly exactly batgirls disappeared um we've also also got kevin <laughs> Feige. Like you said it like it's a small thing like, that's the major thing here they just executed a finished film that was ready to roll out and they've just decided nah. yeah but the thing is right you know sometimes it's kind of like um imagine if you're if you're paying like you know 400 million in tax or whatever right per year right and you're just like oh it's a 90 million film we could just drop this right and then just like 90 million of our taxes just disappeared you know what i mean so is that how it um, works like even if they yeah. just stuck it on hbo max he just why why does that not count it's that's weird to me i really don't because it's a loss right because they're basically like you know you don't pay tax on loans basically right so the way that all these big companies work is they'll they'll take out loans for all of their films or whatever that has has come out Mm. um and then basically then they'll pay it all back and then they'll make the profit on top of that there as well but um you know the uh, something like this would have cost them 90 mil and they're like right okay well it's a loan you don't pay tax on a loan let's let's write it off you know um also it's weird because technically this is a new company warner discovery this film was made under the previous warner brothers yeah i guess they would have bought all the debt there as well because that's sometimes what these companies do they're kind of like they pay you pay one pound for the company but it's like there's 200 million of debt on top top of that on top of that to take on so apparently this company had an absolute ton of debt uh we've got kevin feige's name name dropped as well in the shareholder meeting saying that you know they want to basically have somebody like that you know in charge of like a a 10-year plan kind of thing uh for dc um with the three tentpole franchises which are uh batman superman and wonder woman as like their main you know characters there as it were right um well black adam wasn't on there (laughs) they didn't even put black adam on there that's the thing you know what i mean so um you know um 
the the big rumor is is that basically um black adam is going to be the one that they're gonna push forwards as this like uh anti-hero stroke villain type character and keep that going there for for a while and then that'll be the big bad guy that ends up fighting against you know the justice league and stuff wasn't talking crap when he said this is the beginning of a new DC that this will set the tone <laughs> moving forward he obviously knew a lot more than he was letting on during uh, the Comic Con yeah and the thing is like I don't even I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because you know before we're talking about the Rock's ego right and mm-hmm. we're talking about how big an ego he has and you're like oh yeah he's basically going to kill off the JSA right is basically just going to beat the crap out of the JSA we saw kind of signs of that in the Black Adam you know uh trailer and stuff and um (laughs) and like and the thing is now if this rumor is true um then basically he's not going to be beating the crap out of the JSA he's going to be beating the crap out of the JLA which is basically this is the warm-up for that yeah yeah yeah. he's going to beat the JSA and then he's just going to go and just hand you know the 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 Justice League of America their asses basically which is so hilarious on so many levels and he's going to be willing to lose to them not because, you know, he, he's weaker than Superman. He's going to feel like, yeah, it took Superman and it took Wonder Woman and it took Batman and it took, <laughs> to be, and it yeah. took Green Lantern. Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern and everybody. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's going to do. It's gonna Rather be, than it should gonna, just be Shazam that's taking him out. Yeah, exactly. Shazam should, or, or, you know, Shazam and Superman together could quite easily just annihilate him. Even, I think Wonder Woman would probably take him out, to be honest. So, you know, it's not like, you know, if you've got, if you've got magic working there for you, you know what I mean? So, um, it's an interesting one, man. I kind of think, okay, yeah, that is what DC needs. Um, and, you know, they need to kind of look a bit more, you know, at, at those kind of characters and say right let's let's build from there but at the same time it's like you know you're you're a dc fan you're used to like you know disappointment continuously um and you kind of think okay where is this gonna i think black adam is gonna be the main one to look at and say right okay this is gonna be the thing that tells us the way that dc is gonna go kind of from now on you know what i mean so I'm giving them one other film. Whatever film goes into production from this point, for me, that's going to be the true beginning in terms of the quality of the script that they pick and how it's directed. Because again, Black Adam, this again is something that was already Mm. under the Warner Brothers regime proper. So I'm going to give him one more film after this to really choose whether or decide whether. So, I mean, we've got Black Adam, we've got The Flash, um, you know, (laughs) we've got... So it's like... I don't know. I don't know. Like, where is because the Flash is still coming out, basically. Um, but amazingly, God. but 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 the thing is, apparently, potentially, the Flash is going to be pushed back even further um, to to give more room for Aquaman two, basically, because Aquaman two basically pretty much revealed, um, you know, Jason Momoa revealed that you know Ben Affleck is back um, as Bruce Wayne. Uh, we don't know whether he's back as Batman, but as Bruce Wayne in Aquaman mm-hmm. 2. And obviously there's going to be some continuity issues with Michael Keaton. Um, who? Yeah, because I didn't know this before, but apparently Michael Keaton had shot a scene for Aquaman and they cut it. They dropped it. Yeah. Test, test audiences were like, why is he there? Because obviously that would have been explained with Flash, Flash. which would have came out way, way in advance of that. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I I don't really I don't really think Keaton should be in it full stop. He's way too old to be any Batman in any series. And it's just like, okay, it's nostalgia. That's fine. But then if you're doing nostalgia, it's kind of just like, you know, maybe just see him like, you know, in the past in another multiverse for like two minutes and that's it. You know, otherwise, what's the point? Um, you know, it just becomes just just become stupid you know what i mean so i don't i don't see the i don't see the point in it to be honest like it's just you know um but you know this uh this guy david saslar seems like he is like basically just going around with a with a scythe and just like cutting up <laughs> cutting up oh. everything so so it is worrying have we had confirmation yet on what's the deal with because we heard that he's slashing the budgets of the hbo max everything on hbo max moving forward and there were yeah. You know, uh, rumors that that could mean some of the Batman spin-off stuff is dead. Do we know that? Is that? I haven't heard anything about that yet. I haven't heard anything about that. Apparently, according to somebody asked David Goya about about Green Lantern, and he's like, Green Lantern's still in development. So, so that's God. the only one we have confirmation. Why for. are they still developing? <laughs> the thing is, David Goya was off with uh, what's his name with Neil Gaiman. You know designing uh designing sandman right so it's just like you know just it's it's uh, also the sandman thing which we'll talk about there in a minute just just weird of just like you know you know the what the quality of that is you know fine you let netflix kind of pay the money for it and stuff but it's like you should have kept that in-house man you know what i mean because now it's just gonna be known as a netflix show and the yeah. same thing is gonna happen like what happened with the marvel um netflix stuff where it's like okay fine um you could have a have a separation between you know uh you know dc dc netflix and and, and dc hbo mats although i don't know how i don't think it'll be as different as it would be a disney plus and a netflix yeah but there's one advice though i'm gonna mention it when we get to this now but there's one thing i'm, I'm actually i'm surprised i'm actually into that they had to do so but i'll explain it when we get to it yeah so um so overall um dc seems to be getting you know cut to shreds basically but at the same time like God, there are positive it. stuff such as for me i guess the removal of the batgirl film which i i honestly like the more and more i saw of it the more i thought mm. i was initially kind of like okay the guys who made bad boys for life so it could be fun but then at the same time it's like the more and more stuff was coming out about it, the more I was kind of like, you know, when you see the see the 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 costume for Keaton's Batman and stuff, it's just like, oh my god, what is this? It's just, you know, it's just it was there wasn't great stuff coming out about it. You know I, what I mean? Did I'd never had hopes for it, but the more I've read about it recently, the more just just curious, morbid curiosity I have to actually see what this to film see it. is now. I just kind of want to know. It's gonna be one of those films that people want to see, like the the Fantastic Four um, one that ended yeah. up on YouTube at some point. Yeah. Um, you know, if that if that ends up somewhere on YouTube, I guess it's probably gonna be quite funny. I mean, Actually, we've he heard some weird stuff in there, like well, for the younger um, heads, let's explain that there was a Fantastic Four film made back in the nineties, which was never released. It was kind of just a right off thing, just so they could keep hold of the rights. And uh, eventually it became this mythological thing that was traded around on VHS tapes. And um, it's just kind of creeping around on the internet. I think it's still on YouTube somewhere. You can probably still find it. 
Yeah, yeah. It's terrible, it, by the way. It's terrible. it's terrible. I mean, it's literally just made specifically to keep the rights, and that was that was it, which is yeah. which is always funny, man. So um, yeah, you know, Dev, um, you know, everything is uh, everything seems to be kind of being talked about in the right way, but like I always say, as a DC fan, right, it's like we've heard this all before, man. We heard like you know, we heard oh, you know, you guys are gonna get a um a uh, a swamp thing series that is going to be like amazing and you know we we've set it in this area and you know it's going to be atmospheric and blah blah and then that just like disappears after like one season you know um we hear the stuff about um you know all, all the time there's always leaks about oh this is what ben affleck's script was you know uh this is what you know uh this is what the plan was for this, this is what plan was for it's like I, I really don't care right now unless you actually show me something that really does, you know, um, still upset make me want to. <laughs> something, I'm still, yeah, I'm still annoyed about something because that's the thing, man. It's, I've never seen, well, I have seen a couple of things that had so much promise and then it's just like, just, oh, just kill it off. You know what I mean? Just get rid of it. That could have been something that they could tentpole so much stuff off. Like, you know, because because the first time Constantine ever was shown in comic books was in the Swamp Thing saga, the Swamp Thing, right? So, you know, if he if he turned up in this, it would be reminiscent of him turning up for the first time in, you know, in the Swamp Thing comic books. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm just, I'm a very cautious DC fan. That's all I'm saying. Man. <laughs> you know, if he, I know I know if it, if it was Marvel, like you know, people would just be saying, like, "Yes, this is what we're getting." This is what, but it's like you could tell tell a DC fan you're getting something, but actually in reality, you open the wrapper yeah, up and it's like <laughs> you, yeah. don't what's, you don't know what's no, in that box. You know what I mean? <laughs> until, until, but until, hey, man, we got Daredevil back, so who knows? Yeah. maybe there's some phoenix <laughs> and flames that can return you never know you never know man so um so one one uh if we skip away from dc for, there for the moment one show that i do actually feel quite sorry for at the moment um is a show called paper girls right which has just been showing on amazon and it is basically uh from a graphic novel called paper girls which um came out um the actual graphic novel came out before Stranger Things and it was doing the stuff that Stranger Things was doing in the graphic novel before Stranger Things came out. So that kind of 80s nostalgia and the, um, you know, the uh, time travel stuff and monsters and, you know, all that kind of stuff there basically. Right. So obviously Amazon are like, right, Stranger Things is really popular. Let's find out and see if we can get our own property. So they've now put, uh, paper girls on you know on amazon prime um and paper girls is all right the actual the actual series off it on amazon but i don't think it's going to go more than one season because unfortunately uh all the talk online is like why are you copying stranger things um oh. and unfortunately obviously even though the graphic novel came out before stranger yeah. things everybody thinks this is amazon's copy of stranger things um, and I think this is an omen because I think this is what's going to happen to Lord of the Rings there as well. It's going to be like, why are you copying Game of Thrones, right? It's going to be, it's going to be that. I think that's going to be the talk of it. I don't think it would be as bad as what you say about Paper Girls because people still know <laughs> the the film still loom large. They're still, uh, you know, they're there on the horizon. People still remember those. So I think it yeah. serve a little bit. 
Yeah, apparently Peter Jackson, uh, you guys can talk about this on your news next, next week, but uh, Peter Jackson actually did come out and say that um, he did offer to Amazon to read their scripts. Uh, and they said, nah, forget it. <laughs> We're not yeah. going to let you do it, right? Um, yeah, so they just they just said, forget it, man. So, um, so guys, yeah, I mean, if you if you're um, if you're into your comic book adaptations and stuff, and kind of think, okay, let me see something that is, you know, really quite like uh, the graphic novel that came from. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, probably won't get a second series. Is it, is it good? <laughs> Check though? out paper. What's God. the production it's, value? It's decent. Right? It's decent um it's decent um it's got you know the the kind of 80s nostalgia kind of stuff they're done Shut well off. in it um it's got time travel in it um you know it's got decent comedy and stuff um the the characters in it are very similar to the characters in the uh in the graphic novel casting is done well i think it's i think it's decent i just kind of think like there's other stuff there like you know you see stranger things and then you've you've also got the truck because I, I I watched like four episodes of this, so I didn't I haven't really watched the whole thing. But kind of like you've got Sandman, you got Stranger Things kind of on there at the moment. You got um, what's it called? Uh, she Hulk coming out next week, and it's like I, I I don't see many people going and seeing this. I mean, there's no been no advertising that. The only reason why I knew about it is basically this this guy who I watch who who kind of like. Um, uh, he talks through graphic novels and stuff like that. Was saying like, oh, they've they made a you know a version of this. So I thought, okay, let me let me check it out. Yeah, just um, Stranger Things, and maybe even because it's a, it's all girls, isn't it? The whole the main. Yeah, 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 yeah. My daughter, like, Yellow Jackets series. Yeah, Yellow Jackets was like massive last year, so I'm guessing they were hoping to trade off for that as well. But I'm gonna give it a look. Yeah, have a look. It's kind of um, yeah, it's kind of fits in between that. Just older than Miss Marvel, but you know, not quite into like the older teen market kind of, you know, uh, thing and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's decent. I'm not going to say it's the best thing ever, but you know, it's decent and it, and it does, and it does Love what it says, nostalgia. man. 80s nostalgia. So Even though um, I hated the 80s when I was living through it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. That's why it's nostalgia, right? Because you think it's better than it actually was, right? Exactly. So, you know, you know what I mean? I mean, I used, to, I used to get into so many fights, like, when I was a kid. And I just look back on it, like, this this some utopian kind of, like, yeah. kind of like time and stuff it's like mad. that. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, this is so amazing. And now I look back on it, I think, dude, that was one shitty time, man. Yes. I had when I was, you know, when I was a kid. So, um so yeah, um, let's get into some Marvel news now as well. Um, and they've released some more kind of um, more kind of footage of She-Hulk because obviously, I, I reckon they're listening to the to the stuff online that people are saying about Hulk. There was a few days ago. There was some mad amount of stuff trending about just how they've nerfed the Hulk, how they've made the Hulk some you know. I don't know where it came from, but how they made the Hulk like weak and how, you know, he's, he's a much, much better, you know, where he was previously. Obviously, these memes are going out everywhere. Um, and in the in the new trailer, they've kind of released this thing where Hulk shows how strong he is in comparison to She-Hulk. And he's like way, way stronger, basically. Um, and also some more kind of footage of, of Daredevil as well, clearer kind of thing of Daredevil there as well. Um in one way, I kind of think, okay, that's that's great because it's kind of saying to saying to people who had that criticism about the Hulk that actually look mm. is the Hulk's going to be decent in it, um, and also Daredevil there as well. But in another way, I kind of think, okay, yeah, but this is a She-Hulk show, right? 
so you know most I, most people that i've talked to unfortunately are, are watching this for daredevil <laughs> it's like yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to watch right to the end for daredevil to turn up but you ain't gonna turn up halfway through or anything like that but mo yeah most of the people i've talked to are like okay i'm watching this for for daredevil to turn up um, that's what's gotten me a lot more interested to be honest and I've spoken to a lot of the, you know, a lot of the nurses and stuff like that and said, you know, you're interested in She-Hulk. Most of them don't know what it is. So I'm just kind of wondering, like, what, uh, maybe maybe the demographic I'm talking to is not old enough. It maybe it needs to be, like, you know, late 30s, 40s, female, office worker kind of people. Career women, yeah. But it also depends on what they're sort of, um, as, as the as the promotion for it really kicked in yet? When, how long, when is it? When is it it's on? next week. Oh crap! So they're really kind of <laughs> yeah. lacking on that. Yeah, it's next week. Um, so it's kind of, it's basically coming out the same. Um, yeah, same weekend as uh, what's it called? Um, nope. Um, so that's obviously Over the big here. film. Yeah. yeah, the big film thing, and then there's the the big uh, the big TV stuff. So um, I don't know. I, I'm still I'm gonna check it out because I, I've binge watched Sandman now. So there's no there's nothing else for me to watch. So it's, there's no there's no excuse apart from uh, apart from seeing that. So um, the, you're saying the Daredevil stuff has made you more kind of want to watch it. So um, you know what what was your kind of thing about it there before? Was you just kind of like just, well, yeah we spoke like, on it. It just didn't look. Like, even though I have watched shows that this is, seems to be inspired by that sort of, um, you know, the Ali McBills Bill, yeah. back in the days. So even though, I, yeah, I, I was fine watching those shows, but there wasn't really many or, many other options with those shows. Anyway. But, but still, it just didn't look like the comedy really hit. And obviously the CG just looked kind of really bad. So I felt that I was just going to get taken out of it a lot. Yeah. Just from just seeing her on screen. But yeah, it seeing daredevil there just kind of made me think oh i wonder how he fits into the whole thing yeah because you want to you want to see how they portray him right and and like yeah you know, um and obviously we did see a little kind of you know have you seen that trailer i have seen well, I, i've seen the fun i won't tell you about it close your ears now close your ears close your ears so uh yeah and we obviously do see this little you know thing of potentially what the villain is like there as well so uh you know if you guys know about that then you can message us about that there as well <laughs> so you can put your headphones on back now <laughs> yeah yeah just uh just telling a little thing that uh you know maybe eds wants to leave as a surprise there for for later so um let's get into our first of our kind of um reviews there off uh of the show um we'll talk about um to what prey which is the the new newest kind of thing in the predator franchise uh, predator franchise has been up and down basically right so you know we've had um up, up with the first film <laughs> well avp1 uh, is kind of fun that. come on now it's entertaining <laughs> avp1 was entertaining is that man. the one with the pyramids uh, that was the, yeah, that was the underground one where they go pyramid, underground in Antarctica. And the Predator kind of has a little girlfriend, human girlfriend at the end, but he gives weapons yeah. to, oh, come yeah. on. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and then, yeah, obviously, um, we had, yeah, Predator 2, which was a bit ropey. Predators, which some people like, but I just, Ooh, I hated. Magic, um, and then, uh, and then the, the latest one, which had so many problems there with it, which is the, um which is the Shane Black uh version. Um and obviously they kind of went for a re 
soft reboot-ish kind of thing of kind of trying to take it back to um to its origins there right um and i've got to say before yeah i I loved it as well i loved it i had so much fun it did feel like they just gone back watched the original one over and over again and figured okay what do people love about this let's take this let's take this let's take this and put it into this whole new contextual world and boom and it yeah. works it works it works it works really well and i kind of um i kind of think like if you're the the type of person who's basically going around going oh my god this is so woke man it's so then you had to be the uh, most dumbest person on this planet because like if you i don't understand how you could watch this and actually think that when you've actually got a tribe of people who literally are like hunters and they're kind of yeah. like being hunted and stuff man um i guess if you're if you're a french french white person you're probably going to be a bit <laughs> a bit miffed right because because uh, that's the that's the new that's yeah, the new they, kind of baddie in this and it, does, and it does seem to be a different kind of uh species of, of predator because he, he does look a bit he's got a different slightly different face uh well, to the other I, predators i look at it as more that why can't predators just be like any other creature yeah that- they're just slight variations on the fate. We don't all look at the same, you know, dogs yeah. don't look the same. So why should predators all look identical to each other? Exactly. And this is what I was thinking in this is like, there got to be some predators who live in the forest, other ones who live in a jungle, other ones who live in a, you know, like a desert place. And, you know, they all got to be kind of adapted to like different things. Um, I, I really like the way in this where it was like, um, you know, the, the whole point in the first predator is basically and this is what i was having an argument about online online on the uh on the dc forum for i don't know why for for no reason whatsoever but basically um some people are like, oh yeah you know um this is just silly because you know she's got no skills and she can defeat this predator and it's like i, I was like basically in the first predator at no point firstly did arnold go toe-to-toe with the predator because he would have got annihilated and the second thing was that was the whole point in the first predator is that they were all highly skilled commandos when they used those skills and their weapons that's when they got defeated right and in this it's kind of like she basically learns the way to defeat him from her brother who's like the you know like a true like hunter and And her skill in medicine you know what i mean and they established that she does have skills. Like they admit that she's a great tracker. She really has those abilities. She, she's good at with the axe. She, she see her practicing all that. Like she has skills because she's always wanted to be more with the boys and just sitting at home. Yeah, and cooking. that's kind of like the point is basically like they don't have a bit like they had in um, you know in some of these other films like. Um, you know, like the, oh, I can't remember what that film was where there's that ballerina and she's just beating the shit out of all these all these men and like body slamming. The, I can't remember what's Anna was it Anna or something like that? Something like that. Anyway, Anna, uh, legally yeah. blonde. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Legally blonde. Atom- no, not legally. Atomic blonde. blonde. Atomic blonde. <laughs> legally blonde. That was the loyal one. I missed it? that yeah, one, yeah. man. Was that number three? I'll definitely watch that. I'll definitely watch that version. That would be a sickest version. But yeah, um, so, so basically, like um, they they establish in this, obviously, like she's going and she's fighting against the against the other kind of um, Choctaw uh, guys, and basically she gets and like she gets a shibby out of him. Yeah, yeah. Even though she, she does gets- do him damage, she does still. Yeah, get dominated at the end. So she basically makes, gets yeah. battered. So it kind of, yeah. and it's it's so clever in saying like, right, 
it, that that scene is establishing there's no way that she can stand toe to toe to this predator so she's got to learn a different way to kind of do it um and you know all of that stuff about you know she gets basically like locked into the you know uh into this kind of swamp thing and then basically like you know swamp area and then she uses that against the against the uh the predator and they also established the fact that you know the the predator's got like homing arrows and stuff like that and she uses that against them i i, I honestly like it was from start to finish yeah cool back to the lowering body temperature and that's what yeah they're they love that that they did that as a cool bit. Start to finish, man, just like um, you know, just uh, oh, and and what's his name? Her brother's like, if it bleeds, we can kill it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like from start to finish, just and and it wasn't even long. It's like an hour and a half long, just like yeah. entertaining, like the whole the whole thing, man. Um, I absolutely loved it. Have you heard about the speculation now that they're saying of what they want to do and stuff, right? Um, no, I did hear that there was like a little Easter egg, the gun that she brings back, that Kukista, the French gun. The, there's an inscription that yeah. calls back to the Predator 2, I think. That gun pops up again in Predator 2. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's the thing, like, you know, that whether, whether that gets taken by a new Predator and ends up somewhere else, I don't know. But um, have you seen Bullet Train yet? Not yet, didn't say Monday. Mate. <laughs> that film is amazing that's a that's an absolute five star for me that film right oh, but wow. basically basically um in that film there's um uh a japanese actor in it i can't remember what his name is now um but he he's in he's in many kind of uh, different films and um people are like petitioning now to say like make the predator go to medieval japan Ooh. and like fight against the samurais and stuff that would be cool uh and like you know have him as like you know the the, the you know the leader of the samurais and stuff and they've got to go and mm. hunt this predator and find a different way to do it and all that kind of stuff i think that's the way it should go man you, the predator is going around like because everybody's got these kind of like um everybody's got these um like things in their in their history um that they talk about like the mexicans have this thing like el chupacabra which is like this, yeah, yeah. this monster and stuff and it's like the chupacabra could actually be the predator from their history you know mm. they could have they could just go around the world having like different m myths and stuff and having the predator fulfill those myths you know what i mean mm. that i think would uh would be pretty damn cool man so um uh, for me like a, that's a solid four and a bit maybe four and a half i would say uh i think is i think it's quite quite entertaining and definitely uh definitely worth watching man so um guys definitely definitely check that out um now we'll go into the uh into the main kind of uh, kind of review of what was going on and today um we kind of delayed our recording there very slightly because um because I was like, Ed, have you seen, have you seen the Sandman? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm only on episode five. And I was like, oh man, how am I going to talk about this without spoilers, right? But then, <laughs> and, uh, and then Ed just like soldiered through and watched, uh, and, and watched the... Um... I had to leave my housemate behind because we were watching it together. That's why I was watching oh, it slowly. no. And then it was like, oh, sorry, bro, I've got to just do this. So you sit and watch the football. I'm just going upstairs watching this. Oh, no. Yeah, so... um so yeah overall what's your overall thoughts on that man um how did they do this how did they get it all in there 
like they, they kept doing things which I swore they weren't going to fit into the TV yeah. show, like the story of the guy who he meets every hundred years. I didn't yeah. think they were going to tell that of story. Gandhi, this. Yeah, but they did. And then the, the vortex thing—I completely forgot about the whole vortex storyline, but they got it in there. They've like, basically they've basically gone through the first four books, just like completely gone through the first four, and it's quite amazing how they've been able to do it. Um, uh, Neil Gaiman actually said, like before, you know, they started doing this, that you know. Uh, there's if you're not sure about one episode then watch the next episode because there's always going to be something there for you um and i think that's probably the best way to explain the way yeah. that this is very similar pace to how the audiobook plays out as well which i really want to go back and re-listen re to now just out of curiosity i would say to i would say to people um it's interesting for me because having read the books and also listen to both the audio books there as well. I'd be interesting from you guys who have just watched this without knowing anything, what your viewpoint on it would be. Because yeah. when I'm watching this, I, I don't know whether it is with you, like when I'm watching this, I'm kind of just like, wow, this is like the book. This is the same. Yeah. This is amazing. This, oh my God, how are they gonna, how are they able to do it? But I kind of think sometimes, obviously, like some people have never had any contact with any of those things so how would they react when they're yeah because would they feel like the pacing's weird and how i kind of felt with the first audiobook even though i loved it it was kind of uneven in that you got the main story in the first half and then later on it was this other little tales and adventures are they going to feel the same way about how the sh you know the show plays out um yeah I'm, I'm very curious about it there were some there was still some criticism as far as you know the the you know the, the graphics on the landscapes look great mm. but the actors within those landscapes still looked a bit ropey so that's a pity i mean about. i even um i even put it up on like the you know on the projector and stuff like that and was watching it on there and it, it was pretty obvious in certain areas it kind of made it i think actually worse than having it on the uh you know on the normal tv um because it was quite obvious there was just like two characters kind of walking around but um you know because the landscapes are beautiful like it's beautifully designed like the dreaming and hell and all of that it just designed very well i'm like damn they actually pulled it off so it's a shame they just couldn't match it together i don't know whether that's uh uh, an effect supervisor issue not enough experience or director way they did it but yeah they got fixed that for if they get to do a season two yeah i mean they've um it's quite funny in this show because there's so many like english actors from tv it's yeah. like it's like hilarious man there's three actors in there which are um from well four actors in there which are from a program called called goodness gracious me in the uk which is basically like a an old comedy show like like 20 years ago wow. and um it's like um it's got uh sanjeev Basco playing uh playing kane it's got mira sayal and uh it's got uh you know she was the she was the the, the catholic priest uh and then they've also got um yeah. the other one's name is just one of the witches one so um uh one of the sisters three so um, what did you think of the casting because there were a few like thinking ah, i don't know if this really works yeah, I mean, I thought I thought some of them they were just going a little bit too much into, um, you know, making it too much like, okay, we're we're trying a bit too hard here, if if yeah. you know what I mean. Like some of the things I was looking at, and 
I was kind of like, okay, uh, you know, I understand, like, you know, um, pe people have been accusing him Definitely. of like wanting to change, like, you know, the gender change and race change stuff and things like that. Um, and, and kind of, you know, I can, I can understand in certain ways it, some of it did seem a little bit try hard. Um, yeah, yeah. Some of it didn't feel like it fit into the context of the world. Like a lot of the, the sort of, um, early old England sort of, uh, what period would you say? I guess say period pieces, the period stuff. The medieval like stuff, yeah, yeah. Medieval and even just like the Georgian Victorian age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of that diversity didn't was throwing me off of it. And this is as a black person. I know that it wasn't realistic. Some of the positions some people were in in society it wasn't. It was a bit weird. The people feel like, ah, oh, why does it matter? But you live here, you know what history is like. I you know what's yeah. your history. It's kind of does throw you out when you know that it wouldn't have worked that way. So it's a bit distracting. But yeah. beyond that, once you just kind of force yourself to just put that aside, some of the some of the changes I actually kind of liked. Like I'm gonna say, I really like Joanna Constantine. Oh, you like Joanna Constantine? I actually really I, enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going <laughs> to, but I actually found myself because they got the essence of the dickheadness of the character there. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I'm like, and there's already talk about possibility of even doing their own little spin-off show focused on her. So I'm like, I would not be opposed to that at all. I thought I, I thought it's okay, um, but then at the same time, I was kind of thinking, yeah, they need this to be a bit more like a Scouse. I don't, I don't. Maybe she can yeah, pull off she a, Scouse a Scouse accent. Yeah, they didn't bother with um, that. Scouse, you know, it, I would have, I would have liked it more if it was that. More um, South London. Yeah, yeah, they're all from they're all from South, mate. <laughs> like literally every single one of them was from South. Um, and yeah, it was like um, it, it was it was it was all right um I, i'm i'm of the other way i would have preferred uh i would have preferred john to be honest because i kind of I, I understand the reason why they did it because i i reckon if they put john in it there would have been even more of these kind of accusations like oh you're going woke or whatever it's like these people obviously they never read the comic book and stuff but if you put like um well they you did know, explain why they couldn't use john they literally couldn't use it because of the the rights issues because of JJ still developing his thing. So they, yeah, they just couldn't use him. So they figured, all right, all right we'll just use Joanna instead. That works out. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it was, she did, she did a good enough job. Right. But at the same time, I kind of think, man, I, I you know, I wish, I wish John was there. Um, I did, um, I liked Death. I thought Death was good. I, that was one of my favorite episodes, actually. Yeah. That Death episode, man. I was really, because, you had that episode before that was like heavy man with David Thewlis and you know, who's he's like a really big actor in the UK where basically he's playing uh Crips and you know, he's like, he's using the Ruby to just like, yeah. just basically just, just, you know, uh, make everybody's so-called desires and truth come out. I mean, two minds of that. I think that was a brilliant episode, brilliantly done the way it kind of built the tension or things slowly unwinding over the 24 hours that they're in there or however many hours it was but i feel like right at the very end when it really supposed to get gory i feel like they bitched out i feel mm -hmm. like which they had no reason to do that it's netflix it's not on tv look at a lot of the shit other shows do how gory it is i felt like they just kind of cowered out and they would fade to black and suddenly everyone's just laying dead on the thing it's like you kind of took away the teeth of the ending of that episode and i didn't yeah they didn't need to do that 
Yeah, so so Neil Gaiman talked about this as well. Um, I agree with you, actually. I, I think they could have really made it like this guy is a nasty piece of work and basically if he takes over the dreaming, there's going to be bit like hell to pay, basically. I like his depiction. Um, it's not really about him. It was more just that he just suddenly got cowardly when it came to yeah. just showing the horror of it. It went to PG-13 rather than just being 18. I think um, what Neil Gaiman was saying was that he wanted it to be more like a sad episode as opposed to like being like you know so it's more like oh you know you feel sad for the people that this is this is kind of yeah. what's going on um the uh, i did uh, yeah i did like i did like the death one where basically you know they're just walking around um look like notting hill or something <laughs> something yeah. like that um basically go around these posh people's houses and like uh and like seeing like you know um this person's dying and stuff and just the, just the fact that you know um as opposed to like the the standard grim reaper of you know the big side and stuff like that um that death is like this friendly face that kind of like takes you you know i get it now when they cast her because yeah she was one of the castings where people was like really did need to switch that up but they said that you know they didn't they really have an agenda when they were casting the character it's just she came in and she had the warmth that they yeah. wanted and I really got it once you actually watch the episode. You kind of see it when she approaches people and she's talking to them. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah I see what they're trying to go for now with this. Especially so, with that baby, man. And she's like, yeah. oh, little one, you know, I know that's it. You know, it's not much left to you, whatever. It's like, oh, man, that's just so bad. Um, we skipped a few episodes. So let's go back to, to like the start. And Charles Dance, he's always like a, you know, he's always a good baddie, Charles Dance, right? Um, and, yeah. you know, um, playing play Roderick Burgess and stuff. They, I, I was a bit worried about that because I kind of, I kind of um, thought, okay, they're going to try and do this whole bit in like one episode. And I'm thinking, man, this is a thing that spans a hundred years, right? And obviously in the audio book, it's like, you know, it's, nearly two and a bit hours of the audio book right and obviously in the in the comic books it's like one whole graphic novel but it, it was it was good i like the way they kind of like they they kind of went to the different ages and stuff like that and you know dream was just still still there and stuff one thing that i didn't see well, not to interrupt you but my flat housemate when i was watching that with him he has no context for any of this not really okay comics not the new audio books he did kind of get lost he didn't realized and he's an intelligent guy looks for even standard didn't really figure out the time jump and mm -hmm. where people and it was all a bit of a so i had to explain that to him. and even the nightmare aspect of nightmare when he was Cor corinthian corinthian yeah yeah that yeah. whole thing because yeah they didn't really get explicit with explaining that so i i did have to stop at one point and be like okay this is this this is this it's been over 100 years now that he's been stuck down there yeah yeah, this because Charles Dance looks the same age all the time. That's the problem, isn't yeah. it? Like he, you know, if he ages like, you know, 20, 30 years, it's like it doesn't look like he's any older. Um, you know, obviously, obviously his son got older and stuff like that. And, you know, um, was they still show like a it. piece of crap. They didn't really show it in the environment of that time. No, difference. no. And, and they should have to make it. See, that's interesting, like what you're saying, because you know, while I was watching it, I was kind of like, okay, this is like this and this is like that. But then you've already read the book yeah, and exactly. listened to the audio book as well. So, um, you know, it kind of, it kind of makes sense, but yeah, you know, if, uh, that's the kind of people that they need to target uh, who have never read the books and stuff. And if it's, if it's not quite making sense, then always that's a, always that's a bit of an issue. So um, 
so obviously we get introduced to the Corinthian, right? Who basically is, is a nightmare, but because dream has been trapped for a hundred years, he's just like decides to go in the main main world and he pretty much is the bad guy of uh of this uh of this series um in in the comic books he kind of is you know he is there and thereabouts but he's not like in every single you know uh you know every single volume so they obviously had to make some kind of bad guy so obviously he was the he was the main one to pretty much go for right um did, one thing that I kind of looked at, I thought they didn't make his eyes look like, like in the comic book, it's got like these kind of like uh, vampire teeth, which are much more uh, like spiky and stuff. And it's kind of like, this is just like, you had to look really close, you say, because, you know, I'm, I'm looking on a 120 inch screen. I'm still like, wait, are there teeth there or whatever? The, you know, I knew there were teeth anyway. Yeah. I kind of think like somebody you know who wasn't watching it will kind of think you know what's going on. I kept um, looking to see whether the eyes were gonna. I was. I wanted the eyes to move in sync with his actual mouth as well when he was talking. I don't, I don't know why. I just kept looking at it thinking, what, what are they kind of doing? But then it wouldn't really have made sense. He sees through him, but I don't know. I just kind of wanted that. Yeah, I mean, it I was, wanted it... to see him eat the eyeballs as well. That's another thing. Oh, you of... wanted to see that? Why? Show it to I me. I bet you it's wanted horror. to hear the noise as well. You He's a nightmare. Show me the horror. <laughs> you wanted to like hear the hear the squelching. They could uh... show a man peeling his skin off, but they can't show him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was the, there was some raw stuff there a bit later on. Um, so they had obviously the yeah the, the you know the Corinthian was the main bad guy. Um, they end up uh, Dream ends up going free and then basically like looking at his you know uh, his kind of land and finds that oh you know because he's not been there it's all kind of wrecked um and i like the way that they showed that man it's like literally like this this wrecked land and how he's got no power and all this kind of stuff even, even when he first is going in and you see him just walk up to that massive door and the camera just pans up and you just feel like wow really got a sense of scale yeah of, of a, what's did a great job of visualizing that world man that. yeah yeah they did they did really well and then they kind of had like they turned Cain and Abel into like Hobbit characters did right? not like Basically. them <laughs> that was one of the some of the casting things where I just felt they just didn't fit like it's weird thinking back to the Cain and Abel in the audiobooks mm. and I can't remember from the, the comics but yeah you kind of get the sense of the horror of these two brothers and one that keeps killing each other in this they just seem like this comedy, comedy. Goofy, yeah goofy and it just tonally it just didn't really seem to fit into everything else even sitting with my flatmate housemate it was like even he kind of felt what the hell is this what's going yeah. on yeah because the whole point is like abel is meant to be legit scared of kane that he's yeah. gonna get killed at any point but he's got no choice he has to live like in that place you know what i mean yeah. and like kane is basically that kane's gonna blame him for anything and kill him and then he's gonna mm -hmm you know be born again and then get killed again and killed again in this it was kind of like oh they're two brothers they kind of like each other you know i thought kane kind of was too friendly towards the gargoyle and stuff and it was like kane's meant to be like the nasty like you know like uh kind of guy and stuff like that yeah, um and it, it just yeah it was it was a bit i, I think also because i know both of those actors as well 
yeah. and it's very difficult for me to pull my pull my head out of out of, uh, out of the the Chabadi G um, kind of like uh, thought, thought, thought process. Guys, if you if you're not from the UK and you haven't uh, you seen the Sandman, you want to know the, who these actors are. Search up Chabadi G, or actually, what's it called? People just do nothing. So, search yeah. up people just do nothing on YouTube. Uh, you can see what this guy does. It's absolutely Probably hilarious. On yeah probably on there as well but um but yeah i mean I, it was it was okay that bit what did you think about the the hell and lucifer um things because there's been a lot of talk about that i personally didn't mind it like i said like i was in the mindset once i saw that um Gwendolyn christie was going to be playing lucifer i went into the headset of how um tilda swinton was playing mm -hmm. gabriel in the constantine movie and how great she was with that weird sort of ambiv gender ambivalence of that character. So I thought, okay, I can accept that. So let me just see how she does it. And she doesn't have the gravitas. Like if that had never happened, Constantine, and they had Tilda Swinton playing Lucifer, I don't think people would have moaned as much because she had a lot more, more of the gravitas in the role than mm. what Gwendolyn can project. But I still think she was all right. I didn't actually mind it. I was actually okay with that. I, d I, I, I thought Gwendolyn was all right. I just had I had a problem just with the hellscape itself. Like I didn't think it was horrifying enough. Like I kind of you know like in the um, you know uh, in in the audio book they do it really well, and obviously in the in the comic book, like you see the um, the the character uh, Menelik, who's basically the you know the the like the courtesan of the of uh, of Lucifer, and basically like half her face is like fallen off, the rest of it is like rotting. She can't speak yeah. properly because her tongue's coming out. Like, and this she's just like speaking normally. It's like okay, half your face rotten, but you know whatever. And I kind of thought because this has to be a mature rating, but it's like they just didn't want to. It's commit eighteen. To it. it was at eighteen. Like like it, I was looking but it at it thinking, yeah, it didn't feel eighteen. It just felt like a PG thirteen fifteen level show it's like they just didn't want to just embrace the 18 of it yeah and i was looking like if it's meant to be hell this is meant to be like show it. Show i was looking at it fire. thinking it's not that horrendous right you know it's meant to look like man there's people yeah. being like uh tortured there's been so many portrayals of like hell like in films and stuff like that of, like man you don't ever want to go there because there's like people being tortured uh you know people become part of this like even the demons like um you know they showed the demon um uh what's the name uh corazon and it's like corazon don't even look that bad he just looked like a guy from warcraft or whatever um whereas obviously in the in the comics yeah, you follow him on Instagram. Yeah. He he looked um, in the uh, in the comic books. He was quite like menacing, because you know he's like um, he's like a, a skinny guy with just like a really kind of like a menacing kind of face and stuff like that. And in this, I was kind of like he's not as menacing as he as he could be. Um, and also, they also changed it in this that they basically had Lucifer go up against. Um, go up against Dream as opposed to um, Corazon going up against, uh, not Corazon, um, yeah, Corazon going up against uh, Dream. Um, and basically, like when they, you know, when they, when they have that, it's like, I think the only reason why they did that is to get Gwendolyn Christie to say, I'm a direwolf. Right, I think yeah, I literally yeah, yeah. think that was the only reason why they. Put I actually like that. I was curious at how they were going to do that because, yeah, that could even come a very like goofy or. But I like the way they visualized what they were 
depicting. So I thought, oh, that's actually uh, a cool way to do this. And showing actual yeah. wounds that would be inflicted on each other. Yeah. What they were saying. I thought, yeah, I, I, I like that. I think that. I think that. I thought Matthew was cool as well. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the raven and stuff. Raven. I thought Matthew was all right. I kind of want a raven now. Um, <laughs> like as a as a as a as a friend as a friend to like look after um but i have to settle with you know pigeons that kind of you know crap all over my patio and stuff at the moment so it's like you know uh forget these birds but anyway um what do you think of lucian or lucius uh lucian the um the librarian, librarian. um i thought lucian was okay um but um my main i my main criticism will come to that there in a minute was the last episode i really did not like the last episode at all um and i think the reason is is that um because of the fact that lucien's personality kind of changed a lot towards the end and i kind of just thought you know what don't don't do that because that is a typical uh, millennial behavioral kind of thing that is going on where it's just like let's um talk back to the father figure it's a very like you know we'll talk about that last episode there in a minute but i like lucien up until the last episode um and i thought she was okay yeah i thought some of the dialogue delivery was a bit shaky especially at the beginning when she first kind of uh is reunited with morpheus but yeah i think she was all right i guess so yeah i mean this is the thing like in these kind of things it's like we want more than okay don't we we kind of yeah. you kind of want like a good you know like a good memorable kind of uh, kind of yeah. performance and stuff there um the hobgadling thing i thought was quite a, a, an interesting little kind of you know thing that they did uh where they went from medieval times and then went to you know to the to, to the kind of modern times and i love the fact that, that they really updated it so he basically was like in a porsche as a, as a yuppie <laughs> with like his mobile and stuff i was like that that is that hilarious is, that was <laughs> that funny. Is, and then he's then he's like yeah then he's like bought a um because there was a thing like i remember in the like the 90s when people were complaining because like all these places were getting like sold up and turned into um wine bars or whatever they're not pubs but wine bars basically and everyone was like oh these posh yuppies are coming around and buying this and buying that and that's basically pretty much what he became like a dude yeah. in a, in a well, posh wine bar yeah. it, and for those you know you know from the uk yeah we really do have pubs that go back that far man like hundreds of years but yeah a lot of them are just getting like sold off and shut down and knocked down and turned into flats it's kind of sad really when you think of the history that a lot of these places have which you kind of yeah. got to visualize in this episode you really got to see the medieval from the from the plague from the age of the black death up until now and you think yeah. yeah i mean we got we got a pub that is in our village that's that is um it says it's got a plaque that says 1737 outside and it's like man this is this pub has seen some shit man this is like basically like you know, there were horses and, and carts and stuff going around this road yes. back in the day when this thing was open, you know what I mean? So exactly, yeah, some like, in London where the pavements still have the grooves in the con in the bricks in the floor where the court and carry course and carriage used to kind of dig down. So wow. It's mad, it's mad. The history is like mad. I, I really like that episode because I really like um I really like historical stuff anyway. Um I kind of thought it was a little bit short, but I kind of I, I did like it. I did like the fact that, you know, um, they were 
basically like every single time is coming to him like whether it was a good um you know whether it was good life he was having or crap life he was having it was always like nah I, i've still got some more stuff to do <laughs> so even if he put away a quid a day he would be he'd be so wow. sorted yeah. man he'd be so sorted like you know by a hundred years time but Ms., like at this stage how do you get away with not dying and no one knows because in this age where everything's like electronic and digital how do you it's easy back in the medieval days like you said go somewhere come back as your own son as his own son yeah that's and what he said there are no records he? but now with fingerprints and dna and everything's like how do you how do you hide exactly exactly how and he, and he was just hiding in plain sight you know what i mean yeah. kind of thing he he that's that was the next episode i guess where basically he just murdered people and took their identities yeah. <laughs> that's the only that's the only way he's going to be able to do it now basically just keep taking sure. people's identities man or get in with the russian mafia and get a new get a new identity or something um so yeah that was that was a good episode um there was uh, obviously, he went to go back, go and get back his ruby, and also went and got back the uh, the 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 sand um, from you know from yeah, Joanna yeah. Constantine and stuff. Um, and then they um, then they go back into basically finding out that pretty much everything that is going on is another plot by Desire. Um, and I was saying last time, like the the the, the guy who plays Desire, I don't know if he calls himself a guy or whatever, but basically hey. like. Um, actually went and said to um to neil gaiman like you know i'd really like to like have this role and stuff like that um and does actually look like um the character does in the comic books like very similar like think, really really similar i think they did this is to say they they did very well i think yeah it worked there was certain it's, how do you comes even, off a yeah exactly yeah. nasty but smiling nasty, in your face but yeah. like nastiness behind it you know almost I mean? like it's a like, snake it's just like yeah. yeah it's like you can't it's like you know you 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 basically look at somebody like that and they're smiling at you while at the same time you know they're plotting something behind your back yeah. it's like how do you you know and you, it's like how do you deal with somebody a like character that? that deserves to be described as fluid I think that's the one that really worked mm. uh, as being that as not really being male or female, just this yeah. being, this being of just desire and manipulation and all that. And I think, yeah, exactly. Thought, yeah, really good. And, uh, and obviously they had despair there as well. And, and I think same again, like, I, I don't know whether this is a, a budgetary thing or a, a makeup thing or whatever. It's like with despair, it's like, <laughs> it's like it's like uh okay I, I don't want to disparage people but some people wake <laughs> up in the morning looking like that you know you look like a regular person from a house in the state i didn't want to say it i didn't want to say it you know what I mean? but it's just like that's yeah exactly that's like <laughs> that's exactly what it's like but it was like it was like if you're in the depths of despair like literally like you know i don't know you gotta look like a dc fan like you know you gotta literally be like i'm just in complete despair all the time like you know everything's negative nothing's going correct there for you um you really gotta look like you know and and i thought there was one little good thing when uh desire was coming up with a little plan and then despair just had this little tiny little kind of like smile and like oh it was like suddenly like they're in the despair but then 
suddenly feels like oh maybe something might be going right this time yeah, uh, like when but, they started to cut on her face as well yeah like, yeah yeah and there's like little smiles kind of coming and stuff and it's like i guess you know th- there's always a problem nowadays right i guess 20 years ago it'd be very very different but nowadays if you have despair as in the way that you would portray despair like you know cutting herself uh you know looking a certain way being on mm. like somebody's on medication and stuff somebody's gonna be like that's triggering yep. you're picking on these people yep. you're doing this blah blah so you gotta i guess be careful about it um but yeah it was uh, to me I, di- I didn't really i didn't really like that character um i thought it wasn't done well um the last kind of um the the last kind of main storyline was the um was the one where we basically have rose walker um and they did change this up quite a bit because in the um in the book um and i can't remember the audio book, but i think the audio book follows the same thing you basically have unity kincaid who's the who's the, the mother of the mother basically um and then obviously then you know the um the the rose and her mother go to go to the uk um and then rose's mother stays with unity while um while rose goes back to the to america to try and find the son um and unity kincaid is really unwell like really really unwell um and obviously then she dies but then when she dies she kind of goes into a dream and then ends up you know trying to replace rose in this i didn't quite think it worked very well because i kind of was thinking okay she's she just dreamed but she decided i'm gonna i'm gonna die now you know what i mean it's just like death is the one that decides who's gonna die right so it's like she wasn't really unwell enough to kind of make me think okay she's just gonna suddenly die in her sleep didn't seem old enough to be the great grandma the great grandma yeah, yeah of a 20 year old it's just ridiculous you know come on now. it's like my it's like my grandma when she died was like 90 right and she was like she couldn't move you know sitting on a sofa you know she's still chatting and stuff but was like would say something to me and then and then two minutes later she'd be like oh yeah uh oh uh you know uh your uncle came around last week and i'm like yeah okay and then two minutes later oh you know your uncle came around last week right and it's like she'd she'd be like that at the end it's like that's what a great grandma 90 year old kind of person is like this one's just like you know she's a great grandma to a 20 year old would just you know kind of crazy i don't know i, I just wasn't frail enough definitely wasn't frail enough i just thought the whole thing was i it i didn't sell it at all there for me um you know i i thought that the um the you know the when they go back to um you know uh what's it called um america uh what's it called the canaveral or something? yeah yeah but the serial con <laughs> the serial con was jokes but i thought kind of that i thought kind of all the setup of the stuff that they have in the um uh you know in the uh in the b&b or whatever it is i thought you know the, the sisters weren't creepy enough um the whole point is when you when before you meet gilbert it's like oh he's a guy who's just like upstairs like what is he getting up to like Mm. upstairs by himself there's like a there's like a creepiness about it and there's a creepiness about the sisters and there's a weirdness about the fact that oh look um you know there's barbie and ken and they're just like they look like barbie and ken and there's a kind of 
Yeah, and the, and the thing is, in the book and also in the audio book, there's a weirdness about it where you kind of think, yeah. is this a dream? Is this not? In this, it's like they're not quite weird enough. They're not kind of. It's not kind of creepy enough to make you think, is she being put in a dream? Is it? They really oversimplified it, um, and I just, I just didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't, didn't sell it there for me. Um, the serial convention was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, I had some weirdo people there, man. And like they, they pretty much did everything that they had. Um, I, I'm talking about the, the books now because I've, I've reread the books recently, but I haven't heard the audio book again recently. But from, from the books, all the stuff there about, you know, the little kind of panels like they're having Comic Con where they're kind of just, you know, like, <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just like the little panels and like, you know, they're trying to hide themselves that, you know, they're, they're not really serial killers. And um, that, that was all kind of interesting. Um, them trying to get Corinthians to come down and, and be like, you know, their, their kind of guest of honor kind of speaker and stuff I thought was interesting. Um, the the stuff with jed in the um in the basement they like oversimplified that like crazy basically so in the in the book they have a situation where he gets trapped by uh by these nightmares basically and these nightmares want to be the uh in the real world and they kind of create their own dreaming with jed in it um and those two nightmares have also kind of got the two other people um, who one of the guys used to be the original Sandman and his wife in the same thing. So like there's the nightmares of pulled yeah. everybody into this. Whereas with this, it was more like, okay. And once again, I can imagine like, you know, a, a middle-aged white person watching this white man watching this and being like, okay, well, once again, I'm, <laughs> I'm the target of, uh, of people saying I'm a piece of crap because a lot of this is a non- like you know working against the kind of father kind of thing and obviously we come to that culmination like literally right at the end um of the you know of the uh, of the series so um i think all of that was just oversimplified because the whole the whole point in the book is that basically he he's allowed these nightmares and dreams just to kind of go and do their you know their own thing because he was he was trapped away and obviously they're up to mischief and he brings them all back um so yeah that i know what what did you think about the last episode the last one where kind of like unity kincaid takes this uh you know yeah it was kind of dumb pretty abruptly i get what you're saying about that um yeah i can't really argue yeah but i'm just still amazed that they managed to kind of get all of these stories in there for this whole series i'm like wow they rich paced it pretty well overall yeah i'm i mean i i really like the series I, I i couldn't even stop watching it i just kept watching it like another episode yeah. and another one get something to eat come back and watch another episode and just just kept watching it really really liked it the only uh, the only issue that i had was the was the ending because the ending basically is the whole point is like morpheus is the king of dreams he's the leader of this land stuff like that and then like everybody starts answering back to him and yeah. the thing is in the books when they do that he's like sod you i'm gonna basically like you know screw you over um, we've knocked the most basic question before we bounce from this how was morpheus how was that depiction morpheus i thought morpheus is all right i think he needed a bit more 
what's it called uh talcum powder makeup <laughs> on him so he's so he's really like morpheus but i thought he was decent i like i like the voice it was very kind of dreamy kind of um yeah i think he nailed it you know i thought i thought it's good um you know i thought his portrayal was decent i thought the way that he was you know he'd go and like talk to people and stuff and and the way he's kind of like even like at the start when they you know when he's trapped and stuff the way his physique is is that he does actually look almost otherworldly yeah because yeah, he's like so i was gonna, so say, I was gonna say when people were like oh they just want mcavoy to play i think what this guy has is the physicality down a lot more than what mcavoy would have because he's taller as well so he just kind of looks yeah just sinewy yeah elongated yeah i just yeah basically that's the thing so that's the thing that that's the thing that the newspapers are saying is like rise of the goth right the goth goth's (laughs) gonna come back now it's like the new new goth era of uh you know of super goths coming back so um yeah overall i liked it i are they gonna do a netflix and not give another season or do you reckon that i hope they're gonna give give another one right i hope they will i guess we won't know until at least another week or so if the Right, if the you know people tuning in just dips down because that's how it is, isn't it? they judge it over a week or two or a couple of days. So I guess we'll see. But I yeah, I saw an article today it, so. saying it was the most watched, um, you know, Netflix show. But there's not really anything else on at the moment, so uh, yeah. you know it's not really comparable. But it'll be interesting to know whether they what they compare it to, um, yeah. because you know. Obviously, you've got Stranger Things, a massive phenomenon. Yeah, I don't know what else that. they can kind of compare that. So uh, w- whether it will beat that or not, I doubt it. But at the same time, it like it also creates a little problem there for, for DC now and that you've got this now show that potentially is going to be very popular with this kind of completely otherworldly situation. It's like, you know, where does that fit in? Are you going to try and bring that under your own banner at some point, or are you just going to just let Netflix deal with it and then try and take it off them, you know, a few years later or, or what? Well, I think you know what I mean? Sam as a character, you can just leave to his own devices. He doesn't really need to interact too much with other, you know, actual superhero world. And I think that might be a good way that, you know, that John Constantine's not in it because then you can go and do Just League Dark and all that stuff and just not yeah. worry about worry about it whatsoever man so guys would be interested to know what you think um about the sandman let us know uh what you think there and also like whether you've seen whether you read the books also you know listen to the audio but stare as well on what you thought in in comparison um i know there's a few reviews coming in so we'll we'll start reading those there on the uh on the next cast um you can let us know what you think on uh, dcvs marvel podcast at uh, gmail.com and you can also go to the facebook page uh, where there's a bit of a lively discussion going on about prey um which is dc versus marvel podcast um you can also catch eds on um the other podcast which is talking at the movies and all things movies and tv related so go check any out. any major thing going on there at the moment any major show or anything this week we're going to be talking obviously uh bullet train also i gonna see that on monday a little more on prey and Carter, which is a new crazy action oh i've heard that is like movie. a really bloody like you know it's, it's yeah, like they've just gone completely over the top from so. the director that brought us villainess which was a crazy action movie a couple of years back so yeah we're talking that as well yeah so that yeah definitely on the watch list so guys check that out and uh until then uh we'll see you again next time later <laughs>